Hello and happy day. This is Dr. Marianne DiOrio, novelist and life coach, welcoming you to another episode of Winning with the Word. Today is Monday, August 9th, 2021, and this is episode number 27 of series 2021. This episode is titled Truth and Love, Inseparable Twins. Are you wondering why our culture has gone mad? If we are logical thinking people, and there are a few of us left, we cannot deny that what we are seeing going on in our world defies logic and sanity. People are calling good evil and evil good. Our leaders are making decisions that make no sense when submitted to the scrutiny of logic and common sense, and the public is following along with nary a whimper. And to add insult to injury, some medical schools are now teaching that gender is what you want it to be. So much for science. So what's going on? What is the root cause of this insanity? And yes, it is insanity. In this week's podcast, I'd like to discuss one reason that you may not have considered, but one which I believe lies at the root of the insanity we are facing. You will find the reason hidden in a pivotal verse in the New Testament book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 15. The verse says this, Speak the truth in love. Before we can explore what this biblical command means, we need to understand what truth means and what love means. Now, we may think we already know the meaning of these words, but do we really? Let's take a close look. Let's first consider truth. What is truth? Today, many people will say that truth is whatever they interpret it to mean. So, as we often hear, you have your truth and I have my truth. Well, if that were the case, then your truth might be different from my truth. So, let's say your truth is that there is no God and my truth is that there is. Logically speaking, both of us cannot be right. Logic dictates that one of us be right and one of us be wrong. But the problem today is that logic has been thrown out the window, and in its place has come delusion, strong delusion, just as the Bible prophesied in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11, and I quote, And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. End of quote. Delusion says that both of us can be right at the same time. In other words, delusion says that there is a God and there is no God both at the same time, depending on what you believe. Delusion says that good is evil and evil good. Delusion also says that a person can have male chromosomes yet be a woman and vice versa. Again, depending on what you decide. This kind of thinking is called relativism. It is based solely on the individual's standard of measurement, not on an objective external standard of measurement. Imagine trying to build a house when one carpenter on the building team says that a foot is 12 inches long and another says that a foot is 18 inches long. This is what relativism looks like on a practical level. 
In a world with such thinking, or should I call it non-thinking, the human mind falls prey to the lie. This is exactly what Jesus said would happen when people turn away from God. They would no longer be able to think straight. Romans chapter 1 verse 28 points this out. Quote, furthermore, since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, he gave them up to a depraved mind. End of quote. So, what has happened in our culture is that people have turned away from God. And because they have turned away from God, God has kept his promise to turn their minds over to delusion. This is the reason that people can no longer think straight. They have turned away from God. So, why does turning away from God result in delusion? Because God is truth. And when we turn away from truth, there is nothing left but delusion. Now, let's move on to our second word in the verse, the word love. Speak the truth in love. Now that we've established that God is truth and that the mind cannot think logically without God, we learn from our verse in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15, that love must accompany truth in order for truth to be effective in a person's life. In other words, we can tell people the truth, but if we don't tell it in love, they will not receive it. So then, what is love? Love is considering a person's highest good when relating to that person. So when I tell people about Jesus, I am telling them because I desire their highest good. In other words, I am loving them. Without love, people are suspicious of truth. This is the reason the church has failed so miserably in regard to social sin. We have spoken the truth, but we have not spoken it in love. We have spoken it in self-righteousness. On the other hand, there are other voices in the church that are proclaiming love, but are proclaiming it without truth. Such voices condone sin in the name of love. But love, separated from truth, leads only to deception. The church today has separated the concept of truth from the concept of love. Yet, the Bible clearly teaches that truth and love go hand in hand. You cannot have one without the other. They are inseparable. If we speak truth without love, we end up in legalism. If we speak love without truth, we end up in license. This is what has happened to the church today. Some of us are preaching a gospel of truth that does not include love. We shove the gospel down people's throats. We grow angry, self-righteous, judgmental, and condemnatory toward the lost without being motivated by the love that is required when speaking truth. Others of us are preaching love without truth. We elevate the warm fuzzies and the blind acceptance of sin while neglecting to anchor our teachings in the Bible, which is truth. We talk about including everyone in God's family, but we never mention the need for repentance, without which God will not include anyone in his family. The result of preaching love without truth is the acceptance of blatant sin by certain elements of the church. We are preaching a gospel of love that is not based on truth. It is a gospel of hyper grace where we emphasize the love of God without the judgment of God. 
We see this in the apostate church that is now condoning aberrant lifestyles, saying that if we love, we will accept any behavior. This is a perversion of truth. To love someone does not mean to accept his wrong behavior, his sin. Parents love their children, but good parents do not tolerate disrespect nor disobedience from them. As the saying goes, we must love the sinner, but hate the sin. The church has rejected this concept. It has embraced not only the sinner, but also his sin. Abortion, homosexuality, and transgenderism are not only accepted, but also promoted in so-called Christian churches. But this is an oxymoron, for a church cannot call itself Christian unless it follows the teachings of Christ, nor can a person call himself a Christian unless he obeys God's commandments. And abortion, homosexuality, adultery, fornication, lying, indeed all kinds of sin— are violations of God's commandments. So, truth and love go hand in hand. They are inseparable. To separate them is to court disaster. Interestingly, the Bible defines Jesus as both truth and love. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 8, the Apostle John tells us that God is love. Truth and love are equal aspects of the essence of God, the essence of Jesus. They comprise his very nature. To receive Jesus is to receive both truth and love. Let us remember this duality when sharing the gospel with others. In order to exhibit both truth and love, we must first know truth and love. Jesus Christ is truth and love. If you do not yet know him, I invite you to receive him now. Pray this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I want both truth and love in my life. I want you in my life. So I now receive you as my personal Savior and the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving me and bringing me into your family. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for giving me eternal life. I pray this in your name. Amen. If you sincerely prayed this prayer, please write to me at drmarianne at mariannediorio.com. I would like to send you a free e-booklet that will help you get started in your walk with Christ. I also encourage you to get yourself a Bible and read it every single day. The Bible is God's love letter to you, his manual for your life. In the Bible, God reveals who he is and he teaches you how to live. Finally, ask the Lord to lead you to the church of his choice for you, where you can learn about him and have fellowship and encouragement with other Christ followers. It is critically important in these last days to fellowship with other believers who are mature in Christ and who can guide you as you grow in him. If you are not yet a subscriber to the Winning with the Word blog and podcast, I urge you to click on the link below to subscribe now so that you will not miss a single weekly episode. And please tell your family and friends about Winning with the Word. For those of you who may not know, I write fiction about many of the issues I deal with in this blog and podcast. My latest novel, Miracle in Milan, has been released in both print and ebook formats and deals with the issue of unforgiveness. 
It is the story of a young female auditor who discovers convincing evidence that the man she loves is an embezzler. You will find Miracle in Milan to be a page-turner that will keep you on the edge of your seat. To order your copy, go to my website bookstore at mariandiorio.com slash book dash table. This podcast is funded by listeners like you. If you have been blessed by winning with the word, please consider becoming one of my special patrons on patreon.com. For only $1, $3, or $5 a month, you can help me proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. Winning with the word now reaches 55 countries on six continents by God's grace because of the faithful support of my patrons. Finally, be sure to check out my latest nonfiction book, The Iron Saint. This book, modeled after the Iron Man Triathlon, talks about the coming persecution of the church in America and how you can prepare for it. The Iron Saint is also available on Amazon and at my bookstore at mariandiorio.com slash book dash table. Get a copy for your pastor as well. Until next time, remember that God loves you just as you are and just where you are, and that he will help you to keep on winning with the word. <music>